Welcome to the Cashflow is Confidence podcast, where I will teach you how to create a coaching business step by step. I'm Jocelyn Chong, life and business coach with 20 years of banking and finance experience. I am passionate to help you build your dream business and live your best life. Welcome back to Cashflow is Confidence podcast. I hope that you have got an epic week. And this week, I have got a special guest, Holly Tillman. Holly has got two companies. One, she is training virtual assistant to help you be very efficient. And secondly, she's got a membership. She is an accountability and success coach as well. So welcome, welcome, Holly. Tell us a bit about you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. First of all, I am the founder of Holly and Co. And that started out a few years ago as uh, just me doing some virtual assisting stuff. And I scaled it and grew it. And now it's a full blown virtual assistant agency. So I have that side of things the done for you. But I also am teaching women how to have the freedom that I had to learn myself in starting a virtual assistant business. So I went through the hardships and I learned all the lessons and all the things. And now I teach women a little bit easier way to become a virtual assistant and not having to go through all those hard things. And then I also found that there's a gap. I'm really good with marketing and all of those things. And so I found that there's a gap in holding people accountable to their own business. A lot of times they're out there serving everybody else. I work with a lot of heart-centered people. So they're out there serving and they're not focusing in on the growth of their own business. And so that's where my accountability and success coaching side of things comes in where it's like, okay, I love what you're doing for everybody else, but what about you? I love that. I love that. There is so many people who are so good in their zone of genius and they do need that help to help them move in the path and that can accelerate their business. So I love both businesses. So tell us a bit about what moved you to actually start a virtual assistant business. That's a good question. I started my business originally because I had just graduated with my master's degree and I was like, yes, eager to take on the world. My boyfriend at the time was training in in San Diego, California at the Olympic Training Center. And so I was down there and I had just moved and I didn't know anyone. And I went down there and I was like, yes, I'm going to find a job. No, for three months, I couldn't find anything. I'm like, I'm so qualified. I am smart. I'm eager. What the heck is happening? Uh, And so I ended up taking a job uh, position at a temp agency, making like $15 an hour in San Diego, California, which if anybody knows about that place, it's very expensive. And so I was like, you know what? There's more out there for me. And so I took the bull by the horns proverbially, and I, I did it. I started my own business and made it happen. Awesome. That is so good. And how many years ago was this? That was about five years ago. Wow. So tell us about that journey five years on. What was the highlights of that five years? Yeah. So the highlight of the five years has been watching my business grow year after year. So I started with zero experience. I did not know what a virtual assistant was until I saw a friend of mine starting a business. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't know what to do, but I think the first step is probably let's just create a website. Created my first website on Wix and did the whole thing. 
And uh, I really just bootstrapped it. So it's kind of fun to be able to see that success that came really just from hard work and the sweat and blood and tears that I put into it. So the growth has been the biggest, most amazing things because I have grown every year since I started. Amazing. That's such a good story. That's such a beautiful story. And tell us, what is your vision for the next three years of this virtual assistant um, company or business empire, really? Yeah, thanks. Um, I, I'm so excited to, I'm going to continue to grow the done for you side, offering people affordable virtual assistance and really skilled team because I take pride in the people I train. And I oftentimes bring them into the agency where it's like, okay, now I know that you can do a great job because I trained you up to have like, to look for the things that I know to look for. And so I'm going to continue to grow the agency done for you side of things, but I also want to impact, um, my goal is to impact 10,000 women over the next three years, training them how to become virtual assistants. I know that there's a lot of new moms who want to stay home with their babies or they want to, people want to travel. That's where I started out. I was like, I just want to travel whenever I want. And so I just want to continue that impact and, and leave that legacy behind. Oh, that is so much needed at the moment with people moving from such a digital world because of the nature of the pandemic at the moment that a lot of people will need even more virtual assistance. So I know your goal will surpass that 10,000 and I cannot wait to hear that result. So we have to pop that champagne for sure. I am pouring that champagne now, <laughs> celebrating that number for you and beyond so yes boss tell us what was the biggest challenge in your business when you first started uh yeah so the biggest challenge even still sometimes to the to date is mindset i found that the hardest part about just doing it like my sign says right here just doing the damn thing is what it says is really just doing it (laughs) the imposter syndrome kicks in and all of the things that come into your mindset at all these different points, there's a lot of things going on personally, and there's all of this stuff that compounds. So mindset has always been something that I've been very intentional with from the beginning. I didn't know a lot about mindset. I didn't know the role that it played in success and business and all the things, but I have learned more and more (laughs) over time, how important it is to just be really intentional with it and just persevere. Yes, that's amazing. So give us a tip. How do you manage mindset that's challenging? That's a good question. I like to just push through. So I I like to think about things as if it mattered to me once, then it should still matter to me. So uh, for instance, I had a virtual assistant course that forever, I never, I didn't launch it. Like I put it all together and then it just sat for like over more than a year. And I'm like, okay, what is happening? Like, and I was like, maybe I should just scrap it. But I came back to it and I'm like, you know what? If it mattered to me, then it should matter to me now. Goals change, priorities change. I understand that. But I had this thing like built out. So what was going on? It was just that imposter syndrome where I'm like, why me? Why should I train people? Why should I this? Um, so really I've, I've just dived in and launched it because it mattered to me and I got through it. So Amazing. And tell us more now about your accountability and success coaching membership. 
Yeah. So it is a membership program and I am so excited about it because it's a newer, it's my new program. And like I said before, it's for people who are busy serving other people that they forget to work on their own business and their own marketing. I have a huge network of people. I've worked with some really big names in the digital marketing space. And I, I leverage that network to bring in guest experts and we have co-working sessions and we have all kinds of, we have goal setting sessions on a monthly basis, all kinds of different things to help you just like get the things done that need to be done for your own business, not necessarily for everybody else's. Cause I know we're always busy serving others. I love that. And I would definitely take the details down to put that in the show notes. So all our audience who really need that guidance, because I know that my audience are coaches who are starting out. And a lot of times you are so much in your zone of your own talent that that guidance, that framework, that goal setting brings you back to full focus so that you can, you know, really, really get the things done that move you through closer to your big audacious goals as well. So that's really important. Holly, tell us a couple things. What are five tools that you recommend that we should actually must have in our business? Mm, Good question. Okay. So I, one, I think the do not disturb function on your phone. (laughs) Utilize it. That's a big one. I, you know, we've talked about setting boundaries. I think that's a good boundary to have is being able to shut off, whether that's to spend time with your family, whatever it is, just be able to shut down. Two, time blocking, like use your calendar. It's so important because then you're not double booking or you're not overbooking or, you know, you're really more efficient in your time, which brings me to the third one, which is like a project management tool like list out the things you need to get done. I know I'm the kind of person who loves to mark things off my list. And so I I personally use Asana because I like it, but there's so many different tools out there you can use. So just keep that in mind, have a project management tool. Let's see what else. I think I need two more. Let's say I would recommend outsourcing before you think you're ready. And I this may not seem like a tool, but it really is like a virtual assistant people come to me all the time and they're like, Hey, Holly, I want to get this done. Or this is my goal. And I'm like, okay, well, if you only have this many hours in a day, how are you going? You don't have more arms. <laughs> you need to, to figure out how to outsource to become more efficient. So I think that's tool number four. And then um, tool number five is have some sort of an accountability partner, somebody who can keep you accountable to your business, accountable to growth, whether that's a coach a mentor, uh, whatever it is, anybody, just somebody you can talk to because I know not all of our significant others or whatever are in the space. And so to have somebody that you can talk to that resonates and that can understand what you're talking about is really important too. You have touched on so many amazing, amazing tools and tips that I practice all of them. All of them. So do not disturb. I am one for that. I have notifications that I turn off all of them. So that's one thing I do. I put on airplane mode. The boundaries that you mentioned, yes, time blocking. And I color them so that I know that when I look at my diary, what blocks of colors are revenue generating 
activities. A lot of time you can do a lot. And when we actually realize that they are not revenue generating activities or activities that are in our zone of genius, we fail to go, of course, the business is not progressing. So that was one major part that I had really integrated when I was in um, training for all the entrepreneurs that I was, we were talking about earlier to really ensure that they have got clarity. And project management tool, love Asana. I use Asana. I use Slack. I use Trello for different types of things. And so making sure that, you know, whatever that Holly has put together, yes. And I highly recommend all our entrepreneurs listening to this, if you have not outsourced anything, find Holly, get her <laughs> team to really come and start something small. So something small can make such a big difference. So I'll give you my personal story. I've got a Kajabi VA. I have got someone editing my podcast. I have got someone that can reach out to on Fiverr, anything that is, you know, I needed to do something quickly. I know a few names. So for you who doesn't feel that you are ready yet to outsource, start building that relationship with Holly. She has got a whole service menu that you get to go in and go, maybe give it a trial, five hours a week, whatever it may be. She will be the expert guiding you and she will let you know what you can take off your plate that can actually turbocharge your business forward in ways you would never have thought possible. So I'd like to highly recommend that you reach out to her. And finally, accountability partner is not a negotiable component, right? Because all of us, for that partner, asking that question, go, what's your week looking like? That question coming from a human being, it is going to carry so much weight. So personally, every Monday morning, I have got someone that I sit in for about 45 to 60 minutes and we are doing different business. She's a social media content coach. I am a life and business coach. And we just made up like we have just met up for months and months now. And then doing that together, it was just like asking questions like, so what's your week? And that moves me so much into my focus of the week. And then on Friday, I have a different accountability partner at 2 p.m. And we just debrief like completely different person but for half an hour we just talk about are we what have we done are we moving the needle are we writing that email nurture sequence are we doing that podcast recording are we batching so just really important stuff that as an entrepreneur will help us move forward that is goal and i also want to recommend with holly she has got the accountability and membership that you can go in and join her membership and really get things moving as well. So the resources that are available for you, that investment is going to be life-changing. So please, please, you know, consider that. Start small, even have a conversation with Holly, and that can be really, really making such a big difference in your world as a business owner. I hope that that inspires you so much. My next question, Holly, is very much around managing the finance component. What would be your suggestion or a story that you have had the opportunity to manage financial stress in business? 
Mm. What was that moment? I like this question because normally I'm not, I'm not financial person. Like I'm like, okay, here, here's my bookkeeping. Like I don't manage that, but some, my biggest lesson about managing finances and through it all has been keep it separate, separate your business from your personal. It's going to be so much easier to manage from the bookkeeping perspective, from knowing where you're at profitability and all of those things. Um, and that, so that's my biggest lesson, but also the thing that has helped me like stay the most stress-free financially in my business is like, I can see where the money is flowing and I don't have to separate it from my personal expenses. So I think that's my biggest thing. That is goal. And I think it's so important because number one, a very, very important reminder if, you know, early stage entrepreneurs doesn't have a business account, can I highly recommend everyone go and open a business account under a business name? Make sure that you have clarity. A lot of us may not have numbers as um, natural strength. So if you don't, gradually just get interested. Even if you have to use the calculator and I still use calculators and I've got a master's and you know, numbers and background and all that. But get interested. Don't let anything about maths or not doing well in maths hold you back from getting to know the numbers in your business. Hire a bookkeeper, hire a CPA or a CA accountant to get your numbers really, really down pat. Because once you know your income and you know your expenses, you know you can do the rest of the magic. That magic comes from you to bring in the next $10,000, the next $50,000 of launch, the next $167,000 of um, sale on something else. Get interested. And that can only help you sleep so much better every single night. So let's really dwell on this particular advice that Holly has just shared with us. And, um, you know, we are here to help and support. So reach out to us if you need more deeper information, but that is gold. So let's get that embedded. Now, moving to quite a few fun questions that I wanted to, in our final part of this podcast is tell us, what is your favorite relaxation strategy? I have so many. <laughs> I, for a long time, didn't like practice self-care. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm like hardcore self-care queen. So I like to, I think my favorite one probably is go, going to get a massage. Like it's really good time for me to shut down. I can think about my business or not. I just get to be intentional with whatever I am doing. And I just get to relax and just melt, which is, doesn't happen a lot. Awesome. I practical it every fortnight. I normally go to this massage place and now we are in a lockdown, actually lockdown number six. Sorry, we don't get that. So I'm with you, Holly. I would love that massage and that makes such a big difference. So massage is not just indulgence, but it's also so good for the body, for the cells, for the you know circulation and uh, for the muscles to just relax. And so if you, know, you can get through a massage, please do that. That is so good. And Holly also have got wonderful nails. And I think, you know, her colors are amazing and so I also love my nails done. (laughs) Yes. And I like that as well. So that is amazing. A couple of other questions. So tell us your favorite podcast. 
My favorite podcast to listen to, I really love Brene Brown's. She has two now and I love them both. But also I just started my own. And so that's kind of like my new favorite because I'm just, it's my passion project. And so I'm really excited about it. Yes. So ladies and gentlemen listening to this, True It All podcast is up in the next uh, week or so. So make sure that you tune in on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitches, anywhere. Just actually just type on Google podcast. It will come up. (laughs) And um, tell us a book that has changed your life. Okay. More recently, I read a book or I listened to, I'm not much of, I don't sit down a lot. So I like to uh, listen to the audio versions. I think the, the title was called $100 million offers and that's by Alex Ramosi. And it's not even because I want $100 million offers. He just puts it in a different way where I get to think about offers and creating packages and things like that in a different light. So that was something that I really enjoyed and it was a really easy listen for me. Awesome. That is great. And a couple of other questions that tell us two mistakes that business owners should not make. Two mistakes you shouldn't make. I don't know, because I feel like I've made all of the mistakes as a business owner. But I would say that I'm going to go back to the outsourcing thing, because that's like what I know is not outsourcing in time. So if you stack your plate too much, it's going to be way too hard for you to find time to hire somebody. So not outsourcing before it's already too late to figure it out. Uh, I think that's a big one. And then also feeling like you're alone. You're not alone in the space. It seems so lonely sometimes, but there's always somebody out there who uh, you can talk to and resonate with and, and just don't give up because it can be overwhelming and scary and all of the things. It gets hard. It's not always going to be easy, but at the same time, there's people going through the same stuff and who have been through it before to support you and help you through it beautiful, beautiful mistakes that we can avoid because that's so true. Like I want to reiterate again and reinforce, please get help because outsourcing can do so much magic and wonders in your business. And the mistake number two is, yes, you are never alone because I spoke to so many hundreds of coaches now who are starting their own business. And the one thing that the first few sessions is that, I was so alone. I didn't know, even when they are in a mastermind, even when they are in a paid group coaching, they had not had the opportunity to do one-on-one with someone else who's on the same journey. So can I encourage everyone to find your own tribe? You know, a handful, Holly mentioned at some point ago that, you know, you are the average five that you hang out with. Your net worth is your network or the other way around. Your network is your net worth. And um, just hang out, hang out with people who are there to just really celebrate the next steps that you have done well, the launch for your next membership, the launch for your podcast, the 10,000 you know, people that you want to reach that you know, can support you. Holly is, you know, I'm part of Holly's podcast and I've got a book, Success Codes, to be published on the 3rd of September. And, you know, that is then, you know, another voice that uh, we can just be participating with other women in the world to help them feel that they are not alone. So you have so many resources. Take that step to be a friend. When uh, we are a friend, we are able to find a friend in someone too. 
Yeah. And you touched on something else. I just want to say it really quick. Celebrate. Like that's another, I guess that's my mistake. Number three, if you don't celebrate, it doesn't matter what it is. You get a new client, celebrate whatever it is, uh, like have a soda. If you don't drink soda or, you know, whatever it is, go out to dinner, celebrate the little things because the little things are actually big things in moving you toward your goal. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And if you are on my Instagram every Friday, I celebrate and I list out my celebration because I know how powerful that is. So come and check us out with Holly. Come and check us out, you know, on my um, Instagram. And I will have different information where Holly can put in my show notes as well. So you have got two of us to hang out with and celebrate. So that's going to be awesome. And one, one final question to wrap up this fun and really, really enjoyable podcast. So much nuggets of wisdom from Holly here is that Holly, if you have a secret camera, where would you place it in any part of the world? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. A secret camera. Okay. I have always dreamed of going to Greece. I want to go to the Santorini Islands and stay in the cottages and do all the things. Uh, And so if I could just look at that all the time and just dream about it, I think that would be where I would put it at. I am coming on that flight with you, honey. And we are just going to see all that because at the moment I'm living my dreams through all these travel series and photos and a lot of those memories that come back from Facebook where all those photos come up on the phone and you go, (laughs) I anchored myself in that moment. So I am now there now. Yeah, Thank you so much, Holly. You have been so fun to have this conversation with. You've got so much to share with the world. Thank you so much for taking time to share with you me through this podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the series. I hope you took away a lot of things that you are going to apply in your world and go and make such a big impact. And uh, we look forward to see you back in the next episode. Bye for now. Hey, if you're ready to make money as a coach, I want to personally invite you to work with me. Just head on to my website, www.jocelynchong.com.au and we'll see you on the inside.